Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue on with watching the OC. We are on season one, episode 21, which is really exciting as we're closing in towards the final uh, episode of the first year. As always, I am joined by my partner here, Kenzie. How are you? And happy new year to you as well. Thank you. Happy New Year to you and to all of our listeners and fellow. Is there like an OC fan right. name? Fellow OCers. Yeah, like that sounds weird. It does. Really. I don't know if anybody has like a a, cool a name because like we'll get into this within like it's my first note. So once we start talking about the episode, we'll get into it. But like I'm part of a fan group for a singer who has a fan group name um we'll get into it because seth brings it up so beautifully the first line of the episode yes um but yeah there should be a fan group name for the oc because ocers is weird like it doesn't you know yeah so if anybody has one let us know let us know because we will literally start calling ourselves and all of you that as well yeah Um, but yeah so I'm excited. Um, it's crazy that we've gotten 21 episodes into this, isn't it? It's it's like, I feel like yeah, we just started so this. <laughs> I like, you know, when you like, I'm watching The Sopranos on HBO right now, like for the third time and the seasons are really short. They're like, te- like 12 episodes or whatever. So it's so funny. Like I was watching the OC and my husband was like, what episode are you on? And I was like, 21. He's like, 21? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they're like 27, 28 episodes. Like, <laughs> he's like what i think um that just shows you this was a peak television show because i i can't get enough of it and the first season is just so good it is i don't want it to end it is it, really um good. i was gonna like i always look at like the ratings on um imdb like user ratings mm-hmm. and this is like a very highly rated episode it really is. and it's really funny but like almost every episode the entire season is yeah, because I when I was looking at that, like nothing is the only the only dip there is is Oliver. Yeah, and even then, it's really not that. It's like it's pretty high. It's higher than other shows. It's funny. The lowest rated episode of the entire first season is next week's episode, the LA. That's so. Fun. Oh my god, that's so annoying because I love that episode. <laughs> so that's the lowest, but this is one of the higher rated ones um, of the season. It's got the eight point four ranking. Which when I'm looking through is like like fifth or sixth or something like I think when it comes down to it. But that's pretty crazy. Like eight point four is like the fifth or the sixth highest. Like yeah. normally shows like that's their peak, you know? Like yeah. it's a consistent like an eight. Here. Yeah, it's like a consistent eight throughout the entire first season. Like, I mean, obviously, if you do the overall rating, I see, I would assume it's probably at like an eight point two, eight point three, which is really good. Really yeah. Good for this type of show. And like that just shows you, like, we're here for a reason. It's because of this show. Absolutely. It will stand the test of time. Like, I think it was on One Tree Hill and not the OC. They did, like, a time capsule. And I'm like, if I had to do a time capsule for, like, my childhood, I would put the OC in. Okay. The first season, the box set, they open it, and they're like, what is this round disc? But, you know, it's fine. Absolutely, 100%. It's just, it's so good. Like, just re-watching it and getting the feels all over again. Even, like, uh, we talked about this a few moments ago. We literally both – it was the first time we've ever done this. But we literally, right before we started filming, we both just ended the episode. It, it's that fresh in our minds right now. 
Yeah, normally I'm really like on point of um, watching them far in advance, but you know, New Year's vacation, I was really lazy. So I put it off and I just watched it. But now I'm kind of glad I did that because let me tell you, it takes me back to being in high school. All I used to do winter break was watch the OC on DVD. So I'm thankful I watched it today and not earlier because I definitely would have been like, I can just watch the next one. <laughs> like, so I'm really glad I didn't. I did that. Absolutely. And the crazy thing about it is, is um, for those of you listening as well, I, I should have prefixed this earlier. Normally you see um, Kenzie's pretty face and my face each and every week. But this week, if you're watching on YouTube, you're hearing just our voices with a little screen because I'm actually hot spotted in right now um, because I don't have any internet um, at my house right now. So I had to wait till today to really watch it because I was hoping to have internet by then. So I didn't have to watch it on my, I don't know, 5.7 inch screen of my iPhone, but that's what I watched it on this week. So there's that. That's so crazy. Yeah. Dedication. Exactly. So now for Kenzie's favorite moment of the week, I'm going to read the synopsis. Um, let's see here. Season one, episode 21, the goodbye girl. Um, let's see here. Anna is leaving. Teresa is staying. Seth thinks he's the reason for Anna's planned return to Pittsburgh. And Ryan knows why he, he Ryan knows he's why Teresa is staying. But what is either guy going to do about it? Question mark. Caleb is Riviera's man of the year. And then it says, uh-oh, period. Uh-oh. That's a weird, um, I thought it was done. And then they like added a line about Caleb. Very mm. bizarre. Um, but I do like, there's like a consistent theme throughout the entire episode of like, Ryan and Seth talking about each other's problems and like not paying attention to each other. <laughs> really are. So I like that that's in the synopsis. Yeah, it, this one was most of them. Whenever I look at them, they are just in here anonymously, or they're just in here. Period. This one was actually submitted by somebody. Um, their name is oh written by <laughs> Snowflake Andrea. Well, Snowflake Andrea. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Pretty... I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Snowflake Audrey. <laughs> oh, Snowflake Audrey. Yeah, um, totally different. You know, it's not the best one, but it's definitely not the worst one. It isn't. Yeah. So thanks. Oh, she, no, she does next week too. Look at that. Maybe she just is on a roll. She, on a roll. she got tired of them. Uh, yeah. She probably got fed up and was like, <laughs> I'm going to fix them. I wish she would have went back all the way through episode one and some of these bad ones that we've got it. Um, she should honestly do that. But as you were saying, this episode kicks off with, it's funny, the first thing that I did was smiled and laugh. I was like, this is going to be the first talking point of the episode, hands down. Yeah, it's not an opening line we're going to skip. Um, Definitely not. I, it's so, so like, I always forget like what your stuff is. And I kind of base it off VMA performances um, because I, like I was saying earlier, am part of the Britney Army um aka Britney's fan group and it's really funny like in my head this is like 2002 but this is 2004 so they have seen the kiss of Britney Madonna and Christina which Seth brings up which means Seth is part of the Britney army yep that's all that matters right iconic it was 
it was fantastic because I'm sitting there. I'm just like, yeah, we're definitely, we're definitely talking about this one because it, it's, it's funny. He's like, did you kiss like Christina Madonna or Britney Spears? And I'm like, oh yeah. Well, he has like young- a very, like, so there were all these rumors when it happened that like, it wasn't planned. And then, but Britney like is so much better than Christina that she knew to take advantage of the moment but it was planned. It's in the rehearsals, guys. And then, like, it was the whole Justin Timberlake, they cut away from Christina's kiss, so you didn't see if it was better than it appeared, because they cut to show Justin Timberlake's reaction. But I just love that that's what Seth is using as a marker. Not like, was it a, was there tongue or no tongue? He's like, was it a Christina Peck or was it a Britney Madonna smooch? It was just hilarious. And it's so sad. 100%. 100%. It was just, and it's so funny coming from him because like that's kind of the last thing that you kind of think about whenever you think of like Seth Cohen type of thing. Uh, You know, you wouldn't think that, um, I personally don't think of Seth Cohen as a um, MTV VMA watcher. What about you? I, so I think this is like the super transition of, um, they used to have those like, like all night it would just play music videos. And this was like the time they were transitioning into like more reality TV shows and um, focusing on like ratings per se. I mean, they're obviously were always focused on ratings, but I feel like before this time period, they had, um, you know, little nuggets of time that were dedicated to like bands. So I feel like he was, but he probably like I did at this point in my life because I also was like, I, I really love Britney Spears and I always have, but I like went through the, quite the emo phase and I had transitioned to Fuse and there's another TV station, but they played more band centric things. But I think like maybe he was, he just really likes pop culture. So I feel like he probably held on. Uh, that makes, I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. 100%. But I feel like he used to watch it and he was trying to like get away from it. But he probably, and like you have to remember, he's also dating Summer. Very true. And Summer is definitely consuming that. Yeah, he's, and he wants, he totally wants to be that person, right? You know what I mean? He wants to, he wants to be all up in his girlfriend, not his girlfriend's business, but he wants to be able to, you know, have conversation. Yeah. Because neither one of them have really anything in common other than each other. Yeah. So, and I feel like he's like loved Summer his entire life. So he's going to go the extra mile to always make sure he knows everything about her interests. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> Seth is so annoying about Ryan Teresa. Um, but I don't blame him because like, so like, okay. The whole thing is what is your plan? Like, is she moving here? Is she leasing? Is she going to get like a long-term lease and or a short-term like day-to-day, like month-to-month? Or like, is she going to get a job? Like what kind of job? Like a full-time? Is she going to go back to school? And I'm like, yeah, it's super annoying. But like, okay, I have a serious question. She's 17, right? Like, is she not supposed to be in high school? That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, how is she not in school? Like, I, I don't quite understand that whole entire situation. Like, I feel like they just breeze right over that. But I also, maybe they say she's 17 for the sake of them being like, her not being 18 and Ryan being 17. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why, but 
it's really weird. Like she should be in school. I don't get it. Like I truly just don't get it. Also, like it's not like they're living in some like big city. Like they live in like a small like development, like suburb in New mm-hmm. like in Orange County. And it's like I don't get why she had to move there. Like if she did move there, it's super obvious it's for Ryan. Do you know what I mean? It's not like oh, absolutely. It's not like she moved to like LA and like Ryan lives somewhere in LA. Like she moved to like a specific city for him. It's really weird. I don't get it. But no, Seth won't let it go. No. <laughs> Seth will not let it go. And <laughs> I mean, like he's Seth, so it's more neurotic than normal. And then I love it because Ryan's like so chill and he's kind of getting mad at him. And then he's like, you know what? I don't even know when I'm going to see her again. <laughs> And then Teresa walks in the door, like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> it was so it was so funny. It was random. It was funny. And then what follows up to that is even better, right? Well, so Seth is like, we were just talking about you guys' plan. And she's like, what plan? And he's like, exactly. <laughs> and then she's like, do you guys need a ride to school? And Marissa walks in. Hello, everybody. Like, it, it, it's just. <laughs> and then Seth gives Ryan this look like, I told you, you need to figure this shit out. Like, you cannot just let this go and, and, the way And it part is. of it's like karma, right? Because he gave him so much shit because yeah. of the whole entire Anna and Summer thing, right? Yeah, it's hilarious that it's like coming back. And I feel like Seth is one of those friends. He's not doing it in like a mean way. No. But he's definitely like giving it all back to Ryan. Like he's in love with giving it back to him. But I also think that's because like he's always wanted a friend and he's never had one. So like he's so happy to like have this kind of dynamic set up, I think. Oh, definitely. Definitely. He loves, yeah, he loves being able to have that banter because you know, prior to that, he really wouldn't have anybody to talk to. He talked to Captain Oates. Exactly. (laughs) But I just love this whole thing because Teresa's like, you know what? It makes more sense if you take them. And then Marissa is kind of like really rude. And she's like, (laughs) of course it makes more sense. Like, because I live here, I go to school with them. Like, it's so uncomfortable. But then they both leave. So they went from having two rides to school to zero rides for school. That's exactly what I write. How do you go from two rides to nobody? And so this is my question. I have a question. I have a question for you, Kenzie. Yes. So, so uh, Kirsten and Sandy, they're, they're well off, right? They have money. Okay. We've talked about this a little bit before. Why does Seth not have a car? I think it might be like a lesson kind of thing. I don't know. And like Seth doesn't really have friends or anything. So they were probably like, he doesn't need one because. And like Sandy was kind of always at home before this new job that they never show him at anymore. Yeah. Like ever. He's never at that job. Does he still have that job? I, cause no, because remember what he said? Um, He said, are you going to get, cause he, Seth was grilling him and was like, are you going to get a job? Are you going to, you know, help or blah, 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 blah. I do remember that because I because we haven't seen him go to work and <laughs> I don't even know how long we're five six episodes back I think maybe but yeah I do remember him saying something about him are you gonna get a job too to like help out or something like that it's 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 so weird to me because it's like everything's moved so fast everything moving so fast right now like it's just it's brutal how fast this is working right now right 
Yeah, like Christmaco wasn't that long ago. Right. But it was because now it's almost summer on the show. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, because the end, yeah, it is. Um, but Sydney and Kirsten, one of my favorite moments of the whole show is Kirsten's like, you won't believe who is man of the year. And Sandy's like, who? And then Teresa walks through the kitchen. So Kirsten goes, Teresa. And he's like, wow. I mean, like, unexpected choice, but she deserves it. (laughs) It's so funny. And then... I love how both of them walk through the kitchen, right? (laughs) Yeah, and then Marissa comes through. And it's super awkward. And Kirsten's, like, really polite, but she's also like, oh, my God, this is so dramatic. I love it. (laughs) Um... But I, it's Wait also I so tell funny. The I feel like she doesn't. I feel like maybe she tells Julie because they have some weird friendship. But I right. feel like she she's has not a good news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like she thinks this is cute, and like the noobsies would be like, "That's so scandalous!" Right? Like, yeah. Um. But I love that it turns into Sandy and Kirsten interrogating Ryan about the plan, and they're like. Well, like, and then Sandy says the exact same thing. He's like, is she going to get a long-term lease or a short-term lease month to month? And then Seth is like, I am this way for a reason. <laughs> so funny. Like word for, I loved it. You know what I mean? It's just the, the testament to the great writing that we talk about from time to time. Uh, speaking with, speaking of which, Josh Schwartz, please come on our show. But um, he did write this episode. So exactly. Please. Josh Schwartz, where this is us begging again for you to come you know on what i would just love to have him come on and defend oliver oh my god that would be great yeah oh my god wait a minute this is stop the episode right now everybody hold the phone i forgot and this is the per i should have done the segue earlier i forgot about this in doing my research about one oliver kenzie you know where i'm going with this do you not? i do i do we were talking about it. I was joking around with her, with Kenzie, and I don't remember what we were talking about. I don't know. So I did some, I was doing some research about one Oliver and the guy that plays. I was like, what else has he been in that I've seen? And I was just kind of digging in around what he was doing and stuff like that. And I stumbled across a photo of old, old school Oliver with the blonde hair, which was, which was, I, I mean, I have questions, but you know, it is what it is, right? You know what I mean? I I don't really know what else to say other than (laughs) I've got questions. But Mr. Taylor Hanley had a picture on his Instagram. Did he not, Kenzie? This he did. Wait, so I I just love that it was his Instagram. What? I love that it's his Instagram. Oh, absolutely. A thousand percent. Loved that it was on his, because like you have to go back away, right? You know what I mean? If, I, like I said, I was doing a little bit of, oh no, you don't. It's his third photo on his on his picture. And this was posted on November 19, 2020. And it says, so much going on here. Hashtag free Britney. And it's a picture of Oliver, which looks like right around this time that he played in this, you know, it's close enough within maybe a year or two or so. And he's standing next to her with his blonde spiked up hair next to Britney Spears. And I have a question. How do you feel about this? I love it. I want everyone to be on team free Britney. Um, it's important, you know? Yeah. I hate Oliver, but we'll take the support. 
Also, this is from, I'm looking at the photo. Um, this is from 1999. This is pre, okay. All right. But All right. I love it. Yeah. I love his um, cargo pants also. <laughs> fantastic. It just, the whole, whatever he's got going on in this photo is fantastic. I, I don't, I don't even know. Folks, if you want to go, just go Mr. Taylor Hanley. Like not, not that he needs the publicity or whatever. I mean, he's got 4,000 followers. So go, go, go follow, go give him a follow. Also tell him to come on our podcast. Um, but back to the, back to the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I went off the rails for a minute. I completely forgot about it until you brought him up. So, um, yeah. We're, but we're, we love it. We do. Um, uh, Marissa approaches Luke, who's playing a guitar. <laughs> um, interesting choice there. Yes. Um, so. so she's asking him, like, was it difficult to see me and Ryan together right after we broke up? And he's like, yeah. He's very mature in this moment. Um, perhaps it's his girlfriend. Um, he is telling her like, it gets, it's easier once you start pretending things will go back to the way they were, which is actually really great advice. And, um, Marissa is like, I guess I did deserve it. I'm like, yeah, you fucking did. (laughs) Like, why are you acting like, like, is she before that moment? Was she like thinking like, she didn't deserve it. Like, I'm so confused. Um, but that was literally all I wrote down. I was like, BTW, Marissa did deserve the breakup. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. I have, I'll touch on that a little bit more because I, I have feelings about the relationships within this world of the OC. But um, Anna is back. Anna, Summer, and uh, Seth are eating uh, lunch together. Talking about chin implants. <laughs> and Anna goes... Yeah, so does Picasso. And Summer goes, what hospital? Are they talking about plastic surgery? And uh, Anna brings up Picasso. And Summer goes, what hospital does he work at? So funny. And then she follows it up with my favorite line. She's like, I'm not dad dumb, just shallow. (laughs) I was really hoping we were over the days of just stupid Summer. But uh, it was a good joke. It was. It was funny. I laughed. Um, and then, of course, Anna announces the the big news that she's uh, moving. She's moving, um, much to the dismay of you know Seth. And uh, it's 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 weird because the dynamic there is obviously throughout the episode. We'll talk about it more, but you know it it seems weird, right? You know, even if you put yourself in the shoes of Summer, but it's like it's more than that. Right. You know what I mean? It's not about him being in love with her or anything like that. That was like his first real friend that had anything in common with him in the show. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's just so it's sad. It is. It It only gets worse. I mean, we'll we'll get there. Obviously. It's like, I just don't get like, she really hasn't been on the show. And then Seth is just so like distraught over this news. And I'm like, we should have had more Anna time. Because she wasn't even on the last episode. Yeah. And I feel like even when she has been in the last couple, she's kind of just like been in the background. Mm-hmm. Like she hasn't really like had moments, but I guess his like all of the. Oh, well, she was in last week's episode. But see, that's what I mean. Like you don't even remember her because she's like in the background. Cause like... she pushed Because she was the one that pushed him to, to for the kiss. Or was that the yes. episode before that? 
That was the episode before that, I think. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> Do I? It's that. It's still that time where time isn't real. Um, exactly. But I have some questions about the next scene with Ryan and Teresa. Yeah. So when I went to high school, we weren't allowed to eat lunch off campus, and they included our cars in that. Mm-hmm. So weird. They're eating lunch in his car. Um, Anybody also, can- like you couldn't have like a guest like I get our visitor like she couldn't just show up like this is the most unsafe rich school I've ever seen in my life yeah like it's really weird like I went to public school and it was more like secure like <laughs> because even I later on I mean obviously spoiling a little bit ahead of time but like even when Eddie shows up like anybody can just show up to this place with no question like asked. I'm sorry my mom used to have to like sign into like two desks to drop something off for me. Exactly. You got to show your ID now. It, it, the, the, the process is very strict. I know. You know what I mean? When I go to, I went to, to school, high school after this, like someone <laughs> make it make sense. Exactly. Uh, um, but they're sitting in Teresa's car eating yeah. fast food, Yeah. Um, which I want to get into later. I want to get into this later when someone else is eating fast food because they're eating fast food with no like branding yeah which is like a brown bag white cup no branding um but she's looking for a job 17 why isn't she in school make Mm. it make sense i don't get it um just so weird and then i thought that scene was weird and then it transitions to a weirder scene where luke goes to the cooper's house yep and caitlin answers the door who i thought was like at boarding school or something i don't dad know or I, I, I don't, yeah and um like are all of the cooper ladies attracted to luke and like what am i missing no offense to chris carmack just super blonde not for me but um i love that jimmy shows up and uh um, Julie like makes an excuse for why Luke is there and it's super awkward and Jimmy's just staring at her like this is not true yeah and Luke's here nothing- to defrag her hard drive which that's what she said but um it's it's so awkward but I like that Jimmy like is Jimmy's smart despite everything he's done yes. and he's looking at her like no like I know something's up um but he doesn't say anything. That's just the end of the scene. And uh, it's pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah. First off. <laughs> um, and then we see Sandy who's cooking swordfish on the grill. Um, that makes me think of my dad. My dad used to do that because my dad only handled the grill outside. My mom did all that cooking inside. But my dad was like the grill guy. And he would always make a swordfish. <laughs> So Sandy makes a joke <laughs> about Ryan, li- Ryan's love life. And um, okay. it's really good. And then he goes, <laughs> and then he talks to him. He goes, um, Sandy goes, you want to know what I think? <laughs> and then Ryan goes, you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> it's so funny. And then he proceeds to tell him anyway. <laughs> it's so funny. It's it's so good. It's just a, it's a it's it's such a mo- a dad moment with those two, and I love that. You know what I mean? Like he does not never well maybe with the Oliver stuff, but he never one time kind of treats that relationship 
any different than he really does with Seth. And I just love how they added that dynamic to this show. It's important. You know what I mean? It's very important to me, not to me, but like to people that would be watching it to understand that just because he didn't raise, you know, Ryan, he treats Ryan the exact same as he does Seth. Right. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so like pure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Can we talk about when Caleb's back, which I love Caleb, right? I love him. I I love Caleb, but I do just want to say I should have added him to my hot or not list because Mm -hmm. when he was making the salad, I was like, I get it. Like, like, like I get it. Like he's old. Yeah. But like, he's not ugly. Like he looked nice chopping the salad in his polo. Which I thought was interesting. I never pictured Caleb ever getting his hands dirty in the kitchen, though, right? I love how much that played into the whole scenario, though. Because, so, first he's going on about how much he hates cilantro. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We got to talk about that. Uh, No, cilantro is delicious. Two, he is, like, going off about this party and, like, he shouldn't be man of the year. They're lucky he posed for their magazine and uh it's so funny and then sandy says something i don't remember what sandy says and he's like and then kirsten says something and then he's like suggesting a wine for dinner and kirsten just looks at him like why are you why are you suggesting a wine like this is my house it's my dinner but she doesn't say that she says it all with her eyes and then caleb is like well i'm just i'm just making the salad it's your house your dinner like it's so funny yeah, it's like he's making he's making the selections of of what he wants for his dinner at Kirsten's house for what you know what I mean. Like it's just it's I don't know. It's just it's beautiful. It's just Caleb being Caleb, right? You know what I mean. That's just who he is, and I just I love his character. I love the writing for him because he just has that nonchalant attitude about everything, and it's just like he's like I am rich, I am the shit, and you will represent that. And I love when Sandy just does the complete opposite and basically kind of tells him, you know, he doesn't care that he's rich or doesn't care about who he is or anything like that, you know? It's so funny, but it's such a rich person, personality trait. Absolutely. Um, And then we, obviously we transition to Sandy and Caleb having a serious talk and Sandy, you know, lays the law down. I was very, very happy with Sandy here. Basically tells Caleb that he's not going to take the case unless he comes clean to kiki yeah about all the shady dealings and uh go sandy right yeah i really liked that um the only thing i like i get what caleb is saying though that like right now she truly doesn't know anything and that could help her Mm -hmm. later on like i do get what he's saying but sandy is like dude like it doesn't matter like nobody's gonna care about that like when this comes out, nobody's going to believe her that she didn't know anything, which is what Caleb said in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. So infuriating. Um, but then we transitioned to something Ugh. more frustrating to me. Okay. Ryan goes to see Teresa and Teresa says that she talked to Eddie and told him she isn't coming home anytime soon. What does that mean? Did you end it? Did you like what? What does that mean? 
Exactly. Is, is it like, I'm going to try to be with Ryan, but if it doesn't work out, I'm going to come back and be with you. Like, what is that? What's that? Di- <laughs> what's that dynamic? Like, it's look so like? dumb to me. <laughs> so funny. It's just like, I don't even know how to feel or say about it. It's just really weird. And then instead of like having a real conversation, he's like, do you like swordfish? And I'm like, that's not what you came here to talk to her about. Like, oh. No, because she answered the question for him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he was really hoping to go over there and kind of lay down the law. It's like me or it's Eddie. And then she kind of already said, you know, she told Eddie to pound sand. Um, it's, it's, this is hilarious, right? We have a moment with Seth and Ryan. Anna's leaving. Teresa's staying. Seth thinks that Ryan is saying that Anna's staying. Because <laughs> all Seth cares about is what Seth cares about, right? He's so. like... My favorite part of the whole, it goes on for so, like, pretty long. It does. And I, it's so funny because then they just clear up the whole thing. She, Teresa, is staying. <laughs> she, Anna, is leaving. <laughs> I just love when Seth is like, well, Anna's moving back to Pittsburgh, but according to you, she's staying? I'm like, that's not what he was saying. Not even remotely close, right? It's like, it was not even so funny. It's, it's so good. Um, I don't know <laughs> the banter between these two throughout the entire episode because, like, normally one of them's going through something, right? And the other one's but now not. they're both, and neither one of them are listening to either one of what they have to say about what they're trying to say. It's like, okay, I always say that Summer and Marissa really aren't friends, but like Seth and Ryan don't really talk, they do when they really need it. But they, they don't really need because they're both like such soft spoken people and like they don't really open up. So they don't really need someone to like talk back to them. They just need to like get it off their chest. And like, that's kind of it. Yeah. So they're like perfect friends because like they have an understanding of like, this is when I need you to step in. This is when I don't like. It's, it's so good. Right. It's, I don't know. It's just so good to me. I love their dynamic. They're funny together. And this was, I don't know. It was even better. (laughs) It's just, it's so funny. They're great together. And their dynamic together is is fantastic. Um, then we transition to Caleb and Kirsten. I feel like every time that I talk about Caleb and he, when he's with Kirsten, I need to call her Kiki just to be cool. I call her Kiki in my notes. Do, I, do, I swear to God, I have it right here. It says Caleb and Kiki eating lunch together. I swear that's exactly what my note says. It's so much easier to write. It really is, <laughs> though. But I like that at first she's kind of like naive she's like no like he's just uh like a a ball buster and then she's like that's a coincidence and then she's like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i also love that she has like a full smoky eye going on during the daytime um that's a choice um yeah but I, i i like that he did it like i know sandy kind of forced him to but I'm shocked that Caleb didn't try to find a way out of that. Right. He could have. Yeah. Cause that's just what he would have normally have done. Right. But he yeah. knows kind of how important this dynamic is right now, but you're right. Like if you would have asked me, like if you would have just say on the outside looking in, you're like, Caleb, there's no way in hell he's doing this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he had to do it and I'm glad he did. Yes. So next I've, I've got some things to say about this one here in a minute, but Marissa walks in on Ryan studying. Um, it's funny to me that these all, these, everybody walks into each other at some point. And this, this must be the smallest school in the history of the world, but Eddie just shows up out of nowhere. I just want to say, 
completely left field. Okay. Marissa's kind of having a conversation with Ryan, trying to be nice. And then Eddie comes into the picture and, and lays down the law. He stakes his claim to Teresa about for Teresa that he's not backing down. He wants to know if Ryan and, and Teresa have slept together. He wants to know the whole dynamic between the two, right? Which, like, I get. But, like, did he have to show up to his school? How did he get in? Like, I just truly, exactly. like, don't. Everybody gets in everywhere in this in this, in this this show. It's so crazy to me. Like, there's no boundaries within this schools. And, and it makes me so angry. It's very bizarre. But, I, but, like, I get where he's coming from, just if he wasn't so scary. Because he's yeah. <laughs> he seems like a little a little scary. Yeah, he, he he was very Eddie's very intimidating in this moment, right? Yeah, like he's very intimidating. He's very mad. It's also like he showed up somewhere like he shouldn't be, so that's like scary on top of it. Marissa's just like, what the fuck? Like it's and like this is the same room he beat up Oliver. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like, it is the same exact spot. Like, Ryan needs out of that room. Yeah, he, he just should never go back to this room ever, right? You know what I mean? Because this is where, I mean, it's so funny to me. Like, this guy is consistently getting into fist fights all the time, which, you know. And he's such a sweetie. Like, he's just like a puppy. <laughs> like, he shouldn't be. Like, he's got all that built up frustration. But he, like, he loves hard, right? You know what I mean? That's, he got into. Yeah. You know, he got into a big fist fight early on in the show because of his love for Seth. You know what I mean? And then he got into another fist fight because of his love for, um, you know, love for Marissa. And then he got into another fist fight because he was defending his boy, Luke. You know, like he just his consistent battles, you know, have been for not for the wrong reasons. Yeah, like he always does it for love, basically. Yeah, I agree. I like the um, Yeah. And then um, Seth confronts Anna mm -hmm. about her leaving. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't say, are you leaving because of me? <laughs> he wants her to say it. He wants her to say it, um, which is more self-absorbed than saying it. I just want to say. <laughs> um, exactly. She has a solid point. She's like, I miss seasons. Like I miss diners I would go to. I miss like all the things that make your home a home. Um, she misses the museums. She misses uh, like this record store. Um, and Seth is just not having it. And is like, what else? And she's like, did I say this? And he's like, yes. And she's like, that, that's why I want to leave. And they kind of like disperse, but uh, he doesn't believe it. Not a minute. Not, not um, a minute. Not he doesn't believe that she's leaving for the super flea, super super flea flea market or whatever, or the yeah. peanut butter cup pies, which peanut butter cup pies sounds pretty delicious. Yeah, but. I was like, shit, I want those. <laughs> um, but it's it's an interesting moment. I just think Seth like he hates living in Newport, so he doesn't understand that. Like, there's certain things like I if I had to leave LA, like that I would miss about LA that make LA not like. A city city but like my home right because like pittsburgh is a city city it's not like small it's a big city yeah but like there are things that make it her home and that's what she misses like yeah diners but i just first answer diners what yeah. i miss about home are the, the the diners where you could get you a full course meal where you get like french toast or pancakes and then you get 72 sides and you don't even eat half of it because it's so much food 
and it's only like five bucks and it's like, oh my, okay. All right. Sorry. I'm back on a rant. My bad. That sounds delicious. Um, <laughs> it does, but he doesn't understand that really. Cause he doesn't really like, like Newport. He's yeah. like, that's all he's ever so, known. So in his head, he is like, she's leaving because of me. She just won't say it. Yep. Um, transition to something else. Delusional Marissa has been delusional the whole time, but she kind of oh. comes to her senses and goes mm-hmm. to check on Ryan after the whole Eddie thing. And she's like, you know, I just want you to know, like, I can't compete with a girl you've known your whole life. Like, I'm used to getting what I want is the first line yeah. she said, which was kind of. I like how she kind of like is owning up to everything. Yeah, me too. Um, it's like her talk with mature Luke. Worked. <laughs> um, I can't believe how much he's maturing. His girlfriend is just rubbing off on him. Um, oh so oh god i can't believe i just realized what you said i just want to vomit whenever you said that now that i thought about it (laughs) um i realized when i put two and two together in my head what you meant whenever you said girlfriend oh god you're welcome um we transition then (laughs) oh hold on hold on real quick that's i wrote this down i love how everyone is so nice about the dumbest of things on this show okay it doesn't matter what happens on this show the next episode, we're all nice to each other about it, right? Like Luke and Ryan are best friends. Marissa and Luke are best friends. Summer, Anna, and Seth are all best friends. Everybody's best friends, even after all of this. Every Everybody cheats on everybody. Everybody loves everybody. Everybody breaks everybody's hearts, but we're just going to be nice to each other. Like, I'm sorry. I, if yeah, I was- it's weird, but I think because their, their circle runs small. You know? <laughs> I know, like- I, for sure. For sure. Like there's not enough people for them to like like dislike each other. Yeah. Like hold grudges. Next we move to Kiki and Sandy. Um Kirsten is upset. Ooh, angry. Not at Sandy, but about her dad and everything that he came clean about. And I love this moment so much because Sandy's like, I just want to I'll I'll do anything in my power to like protect you from this and shield you from any fallout of this legal situation and she's like no like i'm gonna get outside counsel i don't want you involved like i don't want any of this to come down on you and um sandy's kind of like no like i'm already in like i already know so like whatever but she's like absolutely not like i don't want you involved like this is terrible like she was i like that she said she's like i always kind of knew but like i didn't think it was like this like Cause she's not dumb. Like she knew that he wasn't just like no. getting all these like deals done and like things that they couldn't get through to go through magically. Like, but she's like, I just thought he was like aggressive. I didn't, and like giving people money. I didn't know it was like beatings and like all this backdoor stuff. Um, I really liked that moment. Um, yeah, it was, it was a very, cause obviously the moments that happened later are even sweeter, but it was just, you know, she knows sandy's more moral compass of things right you know what i mean like he does make deals but all the deals that he makes are to say like prior to the new job obviously but we're always to save the the the, for the greater good right you know what i mean this is not for the greater good this is just to make you know caleb richer it's you know to keep you know throwing all of his stuff underneath you know the grounding and stuff like that so i i do love her standing up to him and being like hey like you know i'm not dragging you down with me through this yeah. process yeah i agree with you summer and seth are kissing yeah um 
I feel like they never like dating, like going on dates, you know? Yeah. And then it's weird because in this episode, it's been brought up that like there's no time for Seth and Ryan to be together. But I'm like, they never show them on dates, but maybe they never show it because it's kind of boring. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, you don't want to just watch someone get along. Like, it's really <laughs> weird. But he interrupts their makeout to be like, yeah. um, and I can't believe Anna's moving because of me. And I'm just like, like, you don't have to, like, why would you tell your girlfriend that? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, I did, I did love that, uh, you know, she said something along the lines, it does rain sometimes in January. Which is so funny, because it just rained here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you're right. Funny. Yeah, Seth but just I like... just, so they're eating in and out. And oh, it's funny to me that um, uh, earlier, Marissa, or not Marissa, see what I did there? Teresa and Ryan were eating like unbranded food. So it looks like they went somewhere local and like cool, but like Seth and Summer went to like a California brand. And I was like, that's really funny. And then like they're on a BMW, like chilling. And then they were in Teresa's like older car, which is way cooler, by the way. And I really want it. Um, it was just really funny to me. I was like, they're still like illuminating this whole like wealth gap without really talking about it. Right. It's a little. Um, but I just like the Seth is like, I'm hungry when he does like she doesn't want to talk about Anna anymore. And I'm like, how long have they been sitting there? Because in and out is gross when it gets soggy. Let me tell yes, you. Yes, it does. It is terrible. And if anybody's listening that can go to In-N-Out, make sure you order your fries well done. So much better. So much better. Do you think they did that? I don't think so. Their no, fries look pretty not. white. Yes. Um, but I just don't, it was really uncomfortable. And I was like, I don't want to watch this because I hate this. Um, it was just weird. Like, why is he talking to her about this? Very, very strange. Very, very strange. And can you imagine, I mean, being in summer shoes, her feeling bad. I mean, duh. Right. You know what I mean? Like, hello. Yeah, like, I, it's like, and it gets brought up later, like, how recently he just um, was, like, professing his love for her. And I'm like, I feel like it's weird to be talking about your ex-girlfriend while they're kissing. That's the, that's the, that's the part right there, right? While they are kissing. That's, yeah. Um, it's weird. And then we transition to something I have so many thoughts about, um, Ryan goes to Teresa and he's like stressed out that he can't provide for her and get her a home and all this stuff. And she makes some comment that she's not a Newport chick who needs a trust fund to survive. Okay. I get what she's trying to say, but one, she's in Newport. So be quiet. Two, <laughs> exactly. Two, you need money to survive. Maybe not millions of dollars in a trust fund, but like she needs money. Like how's she paying for that hotel? I, I still haven't figured that one out yet because she doesn't have a job right now. She hasn't been really working. So where's the... It's weird. It makes no sense. And then um, she starts like, it's her to have um, sexual relations. Yes. And she makes it... She He's kind of making a big deal about it. And then she's like, it doesn't matter. We've already done it before. And I'm like, but he's thinking like this is taking this current stage of our relationship yeah, to a not, new level. We're not talking about six years ago like or whatever. Like, you know, like it's weird. And then um, the camera pans and Eddie's outside watching. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> so bad. So bad. 
It's a bad it's, situation. I don't want Ryan in it. Yeah. It, he should know better. I Exactly. Like, you literally just got out of the dynamic where you were the odd... Uh, yeah. It's not a good look, man, man. It's not a good look at all. It's uh, so weird. And then Sandy goes to play golf with the DA or someone that works for the DA. Yes. Um, uh, interesting. Um, he's trying to cut a deal. And the guy is like, we're not getting anywhere near that. Like we're, this is like this, the Newport group is our Enron. Um, we're taking them down. And I'm like, this sounds way worse than what I thought. Yep. Um, they never really addressed that again, like the whole Enron comment, like, cause that seems like it's going down, you know, like not just for this, like for other things. Yep. Um, this episode's full of Seth and Ryan talks, um, <laughs> for an episode that like talks about how they never have time for each other. Cause it cuts to them in the kitchen again, talking again about their women problems. Oh um, Se- funny Ryan comes back out. Yeah. Because Seth drops the line, Anna gave gave the list of reasons. Ryan hits him back with "didn't make the cut." <laughs> it's so funny, and then he he says something else that's funny. I don't remember because it's just so fast. Yeah, they're it's so quick good together. Oh, it's so yeah. funny. I love them. Love them so much. Um, then we show up to a more unlikely pairing. Mm. Um, Marissa shows up to Teresa's. Mm-hmm. Which, how did she know where she was staying? Yeah, I don't. Um, and she's like, hey. Um, well, she's been up there time. before. She's been there before. The hotel. Oh, I guess that's true. But then how did yeah, she yeah. know that time? That's a good question. Okay. So <laughs> I just can't keep track of how these people know where everyone lives. Yeah. Like whenever Eddie uh, showed up to their house. Right? Or yeah, the first time. It's so weird. Yeah. So Marissa's like, hey, Teresa, there's this party tonight. And which is weird because it's not like Marissa's party to invite someone. <laughs> exactly. Um, but she's like, yeah, I heard. I'm just not going to go. I don't. And then she's kind of like, I don't really have anything to wear, which is I totally assumed that was the reason she didn't feel comfortable going. Sure. Um, Because like if you're like. Even if you're a guy, like if you're underdressed somewhere where it's like wealthy people, like they know people will notice in, it's the first thing they'll see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then so it's like the... it's uncomfortable because then it just kind of puts you on like a lower level. Yeah, you're the sore um, eye for the rest of the night. Yeah. And then it's like people will be weird when they're talking to you and it's just uncomfortable. But yeah. Marissa has shown up with outfits. Yep. Which Weird. they're not the same height or body type at all. <laughs> like they're both very thin, but Marissa looks thinner because she's way taller. And as someone who's short, you can never borrow clothes from someone taller. And let me tell you, whenever we see her later, the outfit fit perfectly fine. Yeah. So it's weird. <laughs> Mystery. But I thought this was so nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very. It was a very, uh, very mature moment. Yeah. For... Like super mature and very kind. And like, I don't see Marissa doing this for any other reason than to uh, other than to be like, like you were saying that everyone's friends with their exes and it's super weird, but she's genuinely trying to make her comfortable and feel part of the group. For sure. Absolutely. 100%. And like, I think a big part of this is that if she goes to this party, she would have to arrive by herself because Ryan lives there. 
Yeah, it's... And Marissa kind of, like, eliminates that for her. Like, she's like, come with me, you know? Like, it's really nice. Yeah. It's, also, it's a... Marissa's bangs are back. She didn't have them <laughs> the whole episode. But now she has them again. Very weird. Yep. Um, so I... the party looks, like, so nice. Um, I... They did the twinkly light things that Caleb wanted. You need it, yep. Um, I, I did love the dynamic between Summer and Ryan. Um, yeah, it's so cute. Like she's like hyping up Marissa. Like yeah. um she's, she's like, talking about the know. Oliver thing and she's like, she did it Luke for years. You can't trust her judgment. <laughs> it's hilarious. I it was really funny and it was like really nice because Wasn't like that the first interaction they've really ever had together. Yeah, like that. So that's what's so weird. And I wrote this down to talk about later. Like, there were lots of Anna and Ryan moments, but not really, like, Summer and Ryan yeah, moments. thought so. So it was really nice. Um, Marissa and Teresa show up together. Mm-hmm. And Ryan is super into the way Teresa looks, by the way. First off, very weird. He's, like, googly eyes over her right in front of Marissa. Very weird moment. Very awkward. It's form. very weird. It's just, I, I, ugh. You know who is not mature? Brian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking of mature. Um, Seth is the future of the Newport group, according to Caleb. Seth goes something to look forward to. And then Seth is getting drunk, by the way. He keeps drinking champagne. In front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Um, Anna shows up to say goodbye, and her and Summer have a really sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Bye, Blanche. Um, Bye, Rose. I just want to say there is no way that Anna's Rose. She's definitely Dorothy. Um, But it was really sweet. And then see Anna and Ryan have another moment. Yes, a very good one. It's it's a very nice, kind moment, like a really nice hug. And she's like, you like have the best life. You really deserve it. And it's really like honest and it's so cute. And then she gives him a letter saying like, she can't really say goodbye to Seth, but give him this letter. It says everything like I can't say. Um, it's really nice. It was and then sweet. it's weird that like he introduces her to Teresa and she's really nice to Teresa. And I'm like, what is this weird thing with like Anna that like everyone feels so comfortable <laughs> with her, but like she's never in any of the episodes, even when she was like a character. Anna and, and I still never understand why Anna and 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 Marissa were best friends. They were the best of friends. Like they it's were so random. They were better to each other on the the very small amount of time we've seen each other than Summer and Marissa have ever been together. Truly hilarious. Um, so we transition from this very cute earnest moment to mm. um Luke and Julie like out in the open touching each other and being really weird yeah she says to him not here Luke and then he just talks about her ass which is weird and then Luke softly touches her shoulder as he passes by as Jimmy Jimmy is in the background just lurking and then she turns Um, around and they kind of have uh, eye contact and it's really awkward but Julie Mm. kind of plays it off like Mm -hmm. um, Like she does everything else (laughs) yeah which was smart on her part um sandy's in the corner making some kind of deal i don't know anything he's talking about it's hard to yeah. understand with the one side of the conversation but, we, but, we but he know says kind of what he's trying yeah because he's yeah. like caleb will be very pleased yep we know um, what he's doing. so then jimmy mm. approaches julie mm. in a very kind public we're having a nice conversation way 
Mm. And he's like, you are not doing what I think you're doing, right? And she's like, what are you talking about, Jimmy? And he's like, you're not doing it. It would ruin Marissa. And she's like, what are you possibly talking about? <laughs> and he's like, end it now. Like, yeah. end it. Mm, so good. It was really satisfying because it just shows like Jimmy is like a fly on the wall, but he's always aware, even though he made some foolish mistakes. Like he's not dumb. Like he knows. Are we sure Jimmy's not Luke's dad? I feel like they're the same person now. Like <laughs> they've completely. Oh my God. Ew. That's so gross though. <laughs> oh, now that. Oh God. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, Speaking. Eddie arrives. <laughs> Eddie arrives. Um, Marissa notices. Marissa notices right away. Yes. Um, it's so funny. Like we were just talking about Jimmy notices everything and Marissa's over here noticing everything. <laughs> exactly. Um, Teresa's talking about chin implants. <laughs> it's just been this recurring thing. They show Noopsies talking about chin implants. Yeah. Um, Everybody's talking about chin implants. And then and meanwhile. Then grabs. Um, Seth, Seth. To make like this speech. My favorite and only grandson, Seth. Seth it makes a hilarious face. Hilarious face. Um, combo of champagne and Seth's wittiness. So while he's saying, I only have one grandson, his other grandson <laughs> is getting into a, a, a full-blown brawl. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. He throws him into a table and then he throws him like across the room into another table and then ryan ends up in the pool it's wild and then he ends up in the pool screaming that eddie's screaming that he's gonna kill him and it's very violent like it's not like a it's not like a like a like a fist fight at school or something. It's not like the Oliver fight. Like this is a vicious, like, (laughs) but this is because they've both grown up where they've witnessed this going on around them. Yes. And like, it's like, it's not like Oliver where he's some prancy rich kid. Like these are, these are guys that go back, you know, like he's like, I know you, like I knew you your whole life kind of thing. So there's like heated passion. I don't know. It's super violent. Do we think that all of these, like every one of these parties now leads to fights now, right? I think like everyone, everyone has had not or fights. It's really funny because Josh Schwartz's other show, Gossip Girl, like it's, when they have parties it's not like this kind of fights it's like like subtle like oh my god like i can't believe you said that fights yeah but it's really funny like he can't have a party without like a fight yeah the only one that didn't really have the fight was whenever we had the exposing of caleb and julie dating which was yeah a, that was a bombshell on itself so yeah that's, that's still the kind something of thing happened, he does though. on gossip girls like stuff yeah. like that um, um but see. this was a huge fight um so then Seth is like talking to Ryan like about Anna instead of being like, I can't believe you just got thrown in a pool by some guy screaming, I'm going to kill you. Um, and, and then the Ryan's like, she to come. Here's this letter she wrote you. And then he has the nerve to get mad at him. He's like, the letter's wet. How can I read it? 
Like, I don't think that's what was on his mind. Sorry, um, I decided to jump in the pool with the with the ladder in my pocket. It's not like I went to swimming or anything. Like, come on, man. And then Seth is, like, freaking out in front of Summer about this letter, which, like, I understand, but it's kind of like, get your shit together, like, Summer's your girlfriend. And then Summer brings it up. She's like, you just declared your love for me, like, a week ago. Can you, like, stop? And then he's like, it's not like that. Like, she's my friend, and I don't want her to leave. And Summer is so mature and is like, then go stop her. And it was really cute. Like, as soon as he confirmed it wasn't romantic, she was, she trusted him. She was like, I, okay, like, go stop her then. Um, Teresa is going to talk to Eddie and leave the party. Um, I didn't really care for this moment. Like, you should have talked to him and gotten this under control before. And now, since you didn't, he attacked Ryan. Yeah. Like, if she had just handled this properly the first time, Eddie wouldn't have done this. Nope. Like, I really don't think he would have. I think, like, he doesn't know what's going on. He's getting frustrated. And, like, he thinks he's engaged to this girl. And who knows what she told him? Because she never said that I told him it's over. She just said, I told him I'm not coming back for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just... Yeah, which is no... Um, which is nothing compared to what we've seen so far, right? Everything that's yeah. transpired has just been half, half told stories, right? You know what I mean? Like we don't know what's really going on here, and it's kind of exactly. Um, Caleb and Julie have like this weird flirtation interaction, and I totally forgot about them. I won't lie. Um, <laughs> Very easy to forget about. Yeah. So he's kind of like apologizing. He doesn't say I'm sorry. But he's like, give me another shot. And she's like, put together the best date, run it by me, and we'll see. And I'm like, shut up. Like, you know other prospects. Like, a teenager does <laughs> yes, not she count. Does. She a teenager Luke. does not count. She's got Luke. Um, just gross. Ryan, who was just beat up, is driving Seth to the airport. Um, very weird. Very weird uh seth is making fun of his driving and then he's mocking him and then he starts making fun of journey and then ryan gets really mad he's like do not insult journey it's so angry when he makes fun of journey it makes it's hilarious um good Teresa shows up to marissa's which not her house jimmy's apartment how does she know where jimmy lives another one that i was i truly do not get it i was completely Um, confused she tells Marissa that she's leaving and she needs Marissa to like really get it together and take care of Ryan. And that like she knows that Marissa knows him and like watch out for him, which I like because she's not saying like you're just this other girl he was interested in. Like she's like you genuinely like know and understand him. So like watch out for him. It was nice. It's uh, weird. Like it's I- weird that like she's telling her this. Like I don't know. And it was, again, it was another weird mo. Like, I don't know. Like, it, she slept with him. You know what I mean? Like, it's so, uh, I don't know. It's it, weird. It's so weird. It's very um, weird. Sandy and Kirsten talking about the Newport group. Like, talking about how the deal was made. Like, it's going to be fine for now. But Kirsten's kind of, like, negative about it a little. Like Yeah. And understandably why she was negative, right? But. Yeah, for sure. Like. You know, I, I do love what he said was, you know, I will always do what's best for my family. And that, and that's what was best for the family. You know what I mean? Because like at this particular point, if this guy turns 
Kirsten can end up in jail. Caleb can end up in jail. Like the whole dynamic that unfolds with that. You think about the kids, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then the, the hilarious line, he says, now you're in bed with my father. <laughs> he goes, I promise I'd rather send you to jail than get in bed with your father. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. So good. Um, Seth arrives. And, and uh, lies, right? I don't think so. Because I think like now she feels like she can't really be friends with him and she kind of has nobody. And it's like, why does she live there? I meant the, I meant where it says, she says, it says that I love you as a friend is that part. I feel like that was kind of an out, you know what I mean? I feel like she could have, obviously she wasn't going to tell Seth in that moment. In I don't think she does. I think she means it. I think like she sees they aren't like, she sees him with summer and that's not what they had. And she knows that, like, she should find someone better than that. Like, and I think she genuinely does love him as a friend. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, because she even mentions, like, maybe later on down the road, um, you know, we'll we'll get back. You know what I mean? We'll we'll get back down this journey together, type of thing. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. we can, maybe we can run it back one good time, type of thing. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah. I like the music choice. It's like they. It's not a surf. If you leave. Um. It's a cover, obviously, but it's so good and it fits the moment perfectly. And it transitions really well to Ryan going to Marissa or mm-hmm. to Teresa's to see she checked out. Mm. Brutal. I will say one thing I thought was hilarious to me was the fact that they both uh, left. Well, that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just kind of funny to me that they were cleaning the room at like eight o'clock at night. Yeah, it's so bizarre. But Very maybe because it's like a smaller motel, they do that. Or something. Yeah, maybe they're as soon trying as somebody to... checks out, yeah. they have the room available. It does look like one of those hotels they rent by the hour. So Yeah. Um, but then it cuts to my favorite moment of the whole episode. Seth and Ryan is eating pizza, talking. It's so funny. And he's like, well, you know I have summer now, so there's going to be less Seth Ryan time. And I'm like, and he, Seth Ryan's like, I'll just go hang out with Luke. <laughs> right? <laughs> like... What an interesting dynamic. So um, fun fact, what do you got for us? Well, speaking of, MVP. speaking of the hotel, the Mermaid Inn was actually real. It was called the Beach Plaza, but it was just demolished. Was it really? Like yeah, how recently? so sad. This year, or I mean, 2020. Oh my God. Like yeah. that's already weird. Like you know, having yeah. to understand that it's not 2020 anymore. Yeah, it's that's, so that's, weird. That's super sad. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. I do have a fun fact from our good friend Jeremy this week. Let's see here. So this week's episode, good couple of fun facts. It continued the Julian Luke affair. The whole plot line came when Melinda Clark said hot said to Josh that she wanted to have some action with some of the young actors. She joked about this on a morning show. <laughs> this is not the first time that Melinda Clark had a, played a character named Julie. She starred in The Return of the Living Dead Three, and her character was named Julie. <laughs> um let's see here the rest the episode was directed by patrick norris who directed a total of six oc episodes a few others of josh short's projects um yeah some good fun facts there um hey hold on one second here he says one of the next shows he directed right after this oc episode was a show hidden palms which at the mark at the market was marketed as the next oc starred drumroll sorry kenzie taylor handley (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. Uh, and Michael Cassidy, who played Summer's season three fling Zach. That's funny. Wow. Who 
is your MVP. Okay, I know I should say Ryan, but I'm gonna go with Jimmy. Oh, I love it. Yeah, he read the room. He he handled it properly. He could have like, I don't know. I just really I thought he's like he's barely in this episode, but expertly used. I agree. He was fantastic. There's so I feel like there's a couple of them, right? We, yeah. And I'm gonna cheat. I'm just gonna go Anna, just because this was the the send off for her. Yeah, um, it was a good send off. And I think so too. I liked. I think what's kind of sealed the deal for me was the last moment where, um, it it and I forgot to mention it kind of brings it full circle, right? Whenever yeah. she's like, he's like, "What am I gonna do without you? What am I gonna? How am I gonna do this?" And she looked at him right in the face and goes, "Confidence, Cohen." And that just moment was very like holy crap you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's it was a very sweet moment and i just feel like it was a nice little bow tie to her character and you know the, the relationship there because now we can kind of focus and kind of hone in a little bit on summer and seth but yeah fun episode i'll really tell you the one. last 10 minutes had so much crap happen right yeah there was so much but thanks so much for tuning in again this week, guys. We had another fun episode here. Um, as always, we appreciate the support and continue listening to the show. Uh, make sure to follow Kenzie on Twitter at Ken's Vanunu. Give myself a follow at Ricky Valer underscore. Make sure to uh, send a message to Joshua to tell him to come on our show, please. We would love that. Or actually any member of the cast to come on our show at this point. Even Oliver. Exactly. Exactly. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.